Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to the Strong Her Way to Move, Eat, and Live. Today I want to talk to you about giving yourself permission to be exactly who you are without feeling any sort of guilt or shame. I used to think that there was something wrong with me. In fact, I've actually probably thought that on more than one occasion and definitely way more than I ever cared to admit. I used to think that I was broken as a mom or as a wife because I didn't want to do things like homeschool or I didn't have this desire to be, you know, little Mrs. Homemaker. I didn't really want to always be that 100% stay at home mom. I didn't want to do all of those Pinterest crafts or be the room mom or the head of the PTA or anything else like that. And now full disclaimer, if that is you, if that is your jam, if that is the thing that lights you up and makes you so happy, then great, I want you to keep doing that. I want you to keep rocking that. But that was just never my jam. And on some weird level, I believe to my core that because that wasn't what I wanted, I was somehow broken as a mom or broken as a wife. I did wanna have it both ways. I wanted to have my own thing kind of outside of being a wife, outside of being a mom, outside of the home, but I also wanted to be a good mom and a good wife. For some reason though, I thought it was either or and not ever really both and. I thought that I had to choose, that I couldn't be a good wife or a good mom and a good business owner and a good coach or a good hairstylist or whatever other hat it was that I wanted to wear. Living with that belief that being a good mom meant that I had to look a certain way or had to be a certain way created really this internal tension. And that might be something that you are feeling or experiencing too. If you feel like you are kind of sacrificing what it is that you truly feel led to and feel called to, to fit into this external mold. I thought that I had to kind of give up these internal desires of having something of my own outside of my home, outside of motherhood. And it really broke my heart. It kind of stressed me out. In fact, it almost made me probably less of a good mom or less of a good wife because I was suppressing this part of me that was so genuine and so real. I was always kind of afraid that I was never going to measure up to the other moms that I saw or the other women that I was comparing myself to. It always kind of felt like I was trying to cram myself into somebody else's version of who I was supposed to be or kind of this cultural idea of what a woman was supposed to look like or be like. And I just never felt like I fit. I always kind of felt like instead of fitting in that I was fitting out. I was constantly wondering, what did other moms think of me? Did my husband want me to be a stay-at-home mom? He never really mentioned that one way or the other, but I just, I felt so unsure of myself, so insecure. The problem, though, with us trying to hide bits of who we are or us trying to kind of manipulate ourselves to be what we think we should be is that we're never going to find that place of being truly happy or being truly fulfilled. And that will ultimately end up bleeding into all of those other areas of our life. So it's, it's kind of interesting, like in that pursuit of trying to be the best mom or wife that we think we should be, if we are sacrificing things that we know really would fill our cups or we know are a part of us, we end up actually not being the best mom or the best wife or the best really in any of those areas. So if you like me feel like you're just 
simply going through the motions that you're living somebody else's life or you're trying to be happy or trying to be grateful for it. Because I think that's the other thing too, right? It's like we look at our lives and we see how good they are. We see that we have all these blessings, all these things to be grateful for. And we sort of feel like, who am I to complain about this? Or who am I to feel like there's something more or that I'm kind of missing the mark in some way. And so I think that's really is what ultimately ends up starting us on that guilt and shame spiral because we do see and we do recognize that we have so many blessings, we have so many gifts, so many things to be grateful for. But I think that's part of that lie is that if we have all of these things, we should be grateful and we should be content, which yes, we should be content no matter what, but also growth, also striving, also having these other things for ourselves are also good and also probably were planted in our heart for a reason as well. But I want you to know that as long as you are kind of splitting hairs there, as long as you are kind of suppressing and pushing back those little bits of you that just sort of keep coming up and those things that you feel like are selfish or maybe uh, don't have a place in your life right now, I want you to know that you're always gonna feel like things are just slightly off, like things aren't quite right, right? You're, you're going to feel like you're never actually being true to that truest version of yourself, the one that deep down inside you know you were created to be. I can't believe that it took me so many years to kind of have that light bulb moment to, to realize that even though the role models that I had growing up around what being a mom or a wife or a woman looked like were good in some ways, they were never really meant to be exactly how I modeled my own life. And the same goes for you. So looking at in your life, who are the role models? Who are the women or the people that really influenced what you think you should be as a, as a woman or as a wife, as a mom, um, and start to question what is good about those things and what are the things that you want to take with you and that you want to try to model and emulate in your life but what are things that are are ultimately kind of keeping you stuck and sort of keeping you in this place of not feeling good enough, not feeling like you're measuring up because you're trying to measure up to somebody else and to somebody else's standards and expectations and you are not them. So no matter how much you try, you're never going to reach that mark. Maybe it's time to realize too that there is more than one right way to be a good mom or wife or daughter or sister or friend or even Christian woman. I think that we can get so caught up in looking at how everybody else is doing it and what we see on social media or, you know, the expectations that have been passed down that we forget that really and truly there is so many ways that we could be doing these things right, or we could be doing these things well. And instead of getting caught up on trying to do it somebody else's right way, we ought to start investing that energy and figuring out what the right way, what the good way for us to be, you know, the best that we can be in each of the roles that we fulfill. It never really occurred to me until I started kind of thinking about it and reflecting and spending some time doing some self-coaching that so much of what I thought made me a good mom was conditioned from society or from my own family or from other well-meaning people that were trying to tell me how to do things, right? How to live life, how to be kind of a part of the herd, if you will. So maybe you don't feel guilty for not wanting to homeschool your kids or being the CEO of your home, 
but perhaps like me, you have always just kind of felt like you were meant to have something else, something that was just yours. Maybe it's a hobby or maybe it's something that you have just kind of put on the back burner so that you could take care of your kids or take care of your husband. Maybe you have felt guilty though, or somehow felt ashamed of another part of who you are. Maybe the way that you think or the way that you vote or the things that you believe. Have you ever given yourself the space and the permission to consider where those thoughts and feelings were even coming from? Or have you just been kind of going through the motions, kind of doing it the way it's always been done and never really feeling like things are kind of fitting though, or things are, you know, locking in and kind of clicking. If that's you, it might be time for you to just take a step back and take a break from that race that you've been running and examine what it is that truly lights you up. What makes you tick? What gets you excited? What makes you angry? What fills your heart with passion? What brings you joy? What do you feel like is missing from your life right now? Where do you think those feelings of feeling guilty or feeling ashamed or feeling not enough come from? Truly gaining some insight into how you are wired is honestly one of the best gifts I believe that you could give yourself. Really getting to know yourself is not only a gift to you, but it's a gift that you are giving back to the world, to your family, and ultimately it's a gift that you are giving back to your creator. But then you've got to be willing to take that next little and super scary step out of that mold that you've been trying so hard to fit into and into the bold, audacious, and ambitious woman you were always meant to be. However, it's not going to be a seamless process because it never is. There are going to be nasty thoughts of comparison that creep in or those thoughts that you are not enough that kind of keep circulating. I know I always ask myself, I, and to this day, I still find myself asking, am I somehow going to ruin my kids if I don't do everything perfect, if I don't do everything by the book, if I just kind of wing it or whatever? And so you've just got to take hold of those negative thoughts. You've got to hold those captive against the truth. The, the truth is, is that there is nobody that you are supposed to be more than the person that you are. And I believe that when we get quiet and we kind of start to tune out the noise of social media or the world of, or, you know, all these other stories about who it is that we're supposed to be. And we really do start to get to know ourselves. We will start to know exactly what it is that we need and how we need to be showing up not only for ourselves, but for the people in our lives. So if you doubt yourself in this process, which in fact I still do at times, but you know what? You can overcome and you can start living into that more aligned, authentic, and intuitive way, which will only ever increase your joy, your happiness, and your contentment, right? So the more that you get to know yourself, the more that you start to live aligned with that deeper desire that you have, that dream version of yourself that maybe you've daydreamed in your mind, the more actually you will start to feel joy. You'll start to feel content. You'll start to feel like you can show up and be the mom and be the wife that only you were created to be. Because the reality is, is that your partner, your kids, your coworkers, your family, they all need you to be showing up as the fullest version of yourself. And you cannot do that if you were trying to be somebody else's idea of you or somebody else's version of you for yourself. So I want you to just think about that. I want you to think about 
being the one that is writing the rules and setting the standards for what your life should look like and not letting society, not letting your family, not letting well-intended people be the authors of that instead, right? It's, it's, it's important to understand that those people care about you and they did the best that they could do, but now it is time for you to pick up the pen and for you to start creating the version of yourself that you want to be the version of yourself that deep down inside, you know, that you were created to be. I believe that it is when you become the most powerful version of yourself is when you are living aligned with who it is that, you know, you were meant to be deep down inside. And when you stop chasing somebody else's idea of how it is that you need to be showing up in the world. So all in all, the Biggest takeaway for you today is to tune out the noise, tune out that voice that makes you feel guilty or makes you feel ashamed for not making the mark, for not meeting somebody else's standards or expectations, or maybe even there were expectations that you have placed on yourself based on what you think you should be doing. And instead start tuning into the unique and beautiful purpose that God has for you and for your life. Because Sister, it is a purpose that is designed specifically for you, and it is time for you to step up to own that and to start living into that truth instead. I hope that this encourages you. I hope that this inspires you. I hope that this gets you kind of thinking about some of the beliefs that you have held onto so tightly about yourself or about the world and gives you the freedom to pick up the pen and start making those edits and those revisions to that story that is no longer serving you and that is in fact keeping you stuck. I can't wait to hang out with you again. In the meantime, if you want to learn more about me, the work that I'm doing, or if you just want to hang out and be friends on social media, you can find me on Instagram at Alicia Carlson underscore, or you can head on over to aliciacarlson.com to see what I'm up to and to stay up to date with the latest happening with The Stronger Way. Thanks again so much for hanging out, and I will talk to you again soon.